Hello, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. This podcast channel is here to assist you on your journey to self-knowing, to growth, to empowerment. I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, energy healer and teacher. And a lot of my work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose, empowerment, manifestation, abundance and sacred union. I take my inspiration from the world around me, the wonderful, amazing people who come and see me for assistance in their life and my own personal life journey to Gnosis. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Welcome. So, hello and welcome to today's podcast, which is shining a light on why some people don't heal. Uh, Before we go into the main body of this podcast, I just want to say thank you to everyone that listens in and for all your lovely messages of support. Um, Sometimes I get asked how you can best support the show. So the best way to support the podcast channel is to head over to the website, sacredspacehealing.org. There's a donations button on the homepage and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. And all of that... um, Uh, All of that assistance, all of those donations go back into uh, creating more free content and assisting those who need it the most at this time. So the website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Okay, so we're shining a light today on why some people don't heal. Um, Now, when you even use that phrase, why some people don't heal, I suppose it can feel quite bleak, you know, that that they're never going to heal. Um, or that that there's something wrong with them, or there's some kind of, you know, um, obstacle that they're never going to be able to overcome. But it's the easiest way of of putting that um, that banner out there that some people are unable to fully heal, or are unable to uh, really engage with the healing process, um, and it's important for us to recognize this not only in ourselves, but in also in those around us. So often where this comes up is um, someone is on their journey, they're on a healing journey for themselves or a journey of discovery or spirituality. And then as they start to feel better or they start to feel more like themselves, uh, they want to share this with the people around them, friends and family and partners. And often they will try and impose it or they'll force it a little bit. But the the intention is, is usually to share, to kind of spread more of that love. And what they can sometimes find is that there are individuals who just don't want to engage in healing. So why is this? Why are some people resistant to their healing? Well, healing and uh, gnosis and empowerment and uh, self-connection are processes that ask a lot of us. They ask us to look deep into our shadow aspects, to look deep into our past. They ask us to um, go into emotions that maybe we don't want to, grief, anger, sadness, loneliness, betrayal. They ask us to look at aspects of ourselves that maybe we don't want to look at and aspects of other people that maybe we don't want to look at. Um, The process asks us to maybe make huge changes or little changes in our life from the foods that we eat, to the lifestyle that we keep, to the jobs that we're in, the relationships that we're in, to where we live. And these are all things that create temporary discomfort, but in the long run are often 
very empowering and are leading us towards something much greater and much healthier. So people can sometimes resist all of these aspects. They don't want to look at their stuff. They don't want to feel pain and grief and anger and sadness. They don't want to look at their past and own up for what they did that might have created problems in their present. They don't want to look at how they might have hurt other people or hurt themselves or addictions that they might have been operating under or uh, negative ways or false ways of thinking. They don't want to look at the people in their life that maybe have betrayed them because it's too painful. They don't want to change their relationships, even if those relationships are toxic. Maybe they don't want to leave that marriage or that partnership or they don't want to cut ties with that friend or that family member because it will be too difficult or the, the fear of what will happen on the other side of that is greater than the hope that something better will come in and take the space of that toxic uh, connection. Um, they don't want discomfort. They don't want to spend the money. They don't want to um, do the self-reflection or the journaling or the rituals. They don't want to take that bus or that train or that car or that plane to that healer or that coach or that psychic um, they don't want to reveal themselves, maybe, to another person. Um, they don't want to be witnessed. They don't want to be seen. Um, similarly, they may feel that they don't deserve healing, that actually staying stuck in an unhealthy way of living and being is like a punishment. Um, on a subconscious level, they might be punishing themselves. Um, they're scared. They're scared of em embracing something maybe that they don't understand. You find this culturally and um, generationally that. Sometimes this idea of energy healing or therapy is not something that's comfortable in certain generations or comfortable in certain cultures. They want to do what they've always done and they're hoping that that's going to work. Um, maybe they're looking to be rescued. Maybe there's a part of them that ha is unhealed, um, parts of them that are unresolved, that's looking for someone just to take the pain away, you know, just to make it better. Um, they don't have the energy. They don't want to have to pour in the daily energy of self-reflection and clearing and healing and aligning and tidying and um, cutting connections and creating new connections. They don't feel inspired. They don't feel stimulated. They don't feel creative enough. There's so many, so many different reasons why people don't heal. And often the core reasons are to do with fear, to do with resistance, to do with um, a kind of buildup of emotions. And that the fear is that these emotions, when they're released or looked at, are just going to be too much. That it's not going to be something that is manageable. Most people, you know, it's very rare that you meet someone that wants to stay in pain. It's not that they want to stay in a place of pain. It's just that they're not prepared or don't want to do the work that will get them out of pain. And so that's what I mean when I say why some people don't heal. They don't heal um, and I don't think we're ever fully healed, but they don't heal because they're not prepared to take that first step or they're not prepared to face pain or they're not prepared to face themselves. You know, they're not prepared to look in the mirror. They want to stay distracted. They want to stay um, addicted. They want to stay uh, numb, if you like, because the, the fear, the um, reality of facing their emotions, facing their past, looking at their present... Uh, cutting connections perhaps, going out in the world or maybe retreating from the world is something that terrifies them. And the desire for healing is not greater than the terror. One of the things I always say to my clients is that, you know, what is going to pull you through the most difficult healing process, 
whether it's difficult because you can't, you know it's financially challenging or emotionally or physically or spiritually or just difficult because it, it kind of is difficult to look at our stuff sometimes the thing that will pull you through is what is on the other side of that what is it that you want more than what you're experiencing right now and what is on the other side of that has to be greater than anything that you're experiencing right now and anything that you've ever experienced before you know so do you want greater health greater abundance that relationship, that family, that home, uh, that career. What is it that you want? Because it has to pull you through. And if it's not strong enough, it won't pull you through. You know, you will find yourself kind of rudderless uh, in the seas of emotion, not able to see the lighthouse, not able to see the shore, not able to see the helping hands that are all around you. But when we want something that's on the other side, we believe we believe that the shoreline is there even when we can't see it. And we keep moving and keep moving towards that belief until eventually something manifests and materializes. And our hope becomes rewarded. But if we have no belief, we won't even move. You know, we'll stay in the middle of that ocean, of that, of that sea, and we won't even move. We won't even try and take a movement in a particular direction. And eventually we will either surrender to drowning or just surrender to being in that state. And often when I come across people who are resistant to healing, that's what they're doing. It's like they're in a massive ocean and they're not even trying to get help or attention. Not really. They're, they're kind of, they have a, uh, a vague hope, a vague des desire that from the skies a ladder will fall and will rescue them or a boat will come along. But they're not actively doing anything to reach the shoreline, to get themselves out of that sea, out of that emotion, for whatever reason. And over time, they become familiar. You know, there's a familiarity with their environment. And now they don't want to leave it because it's familiar. And we are creatures of habit. And, uh, you know, we can see what's happening in the world right now, that people are terrified of change. And they will do anything to maintain the familiar because it means that they feel safer. And often that's the very opposite of safety. It's actually death. You know, it's a kind of spiritual, emotional, creative, physical death. You might as well not be alive. And it's a slow, painful death. So I don't think it's a fait accompli that, you know, people will never heal or a certain type of personality will never heal. But there are reasons why people don't heal. You know, and I, and I, I think to add to that, other reasons why people often don't heal is... Um, is practice and discipline in that you can do all the work. You can do the rituals and the meditations and see the coaches and the therapists and so on, go to the healers, go on the retreats and, and yet still revert to habit because the healing really begins when you leave your healer, when you leave your teacher, when you leave that circle or that workshop and you're faced with your everyday reality. You're faced with, you know, the bus drivers and the traffic jams and the, 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 the bills that are piling in and you're faced with that person at work that you don't like and you're faced with yourself and that's when the healing begins that's when as we put it into practice we start to make changes in our lives and that's true empowerment you know and often what people want again another reason why they cannot heal sometimes is they just want the high of the workshop or the healer or you know the coach or the therapist or whatever but really all of these people are just here to assist us on our journey they're not here to carry us I think in times of extreme you know like real SOS you're really sick in some way 
it's very important to have that healer or that that coach or that therapist or you know that person who's in your corner holding you up lifting you up until you're able to walk again you know until you're able to do for yourself again and it's important that those training wheels don't come off until you feel strong enough so that we don't you know quickly leave those those secure spaces to do it on our own and we're not pushed out either that you know it happens very gently the way it would with a child who's learning to walk again but that once you are able to walk again that it's your choice which direction you go in the steps that you take are your choice and so healing and and uh, being open to healing and wanting to heal is about all of those processes and all of the other stuff can sometimes get in the way and hamper things for people. What do you do if you find that you are resistant to your healing? I mean, in, in my experience, most people who are resistant to their own healing don't really know that they're resistant to their own healing because they're looking to be rescued or they're blaming um, or they're distracted. Where it tends to come up is where we witness it in family members or partners or friends, and it's the frustration of that. They, they sort of don't, we look at them and say, they, it seems like they don't want to heal. And if you're witnessing that in someone else, what can you do? I think the honest answer is you can't do much other than lead by example. You can hope that your life, as you get more empowered, as you have good practices in place in your life, as you walk the path of wellness, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, that this individual observes you and through osmosis, through maybe even you know emulation, starts to pick up some good habits along the way. But we cannot enforce healing on anyone. They have to want it. And if they don't want it, then even if we do, you know, enforce it on them with gift vouchers or, uh, you know, uh, trying to redirect them, they'll revert back to type because it has to come from them. It has to be a really deep desire in them for change. It's not a fait accompli. Everyone has the choice at some point to wake up and say, I want my life to be different if they are unhappy with their life. But it is their choice and it is their free will. And free will is the kind of stickler for mankind. You know, free will is what is wonderful for us, but it's also what trips us up. Because we can go in any direction with that. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Do check it out for the podcast channel um, and other podcasts that you can listen to, the blog posts, the meditations, the YouTube channel, and of course the offerings that I share with the world around core wound healing, life purpose, sacred union abundance, and the one-to-one coaching and healing calls. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, and abundance. Until the next time.